Because sometimes doing nails is not about nails. It's more than that. Hello and welcome to Holding Heritage. This is a space to explore and have honest conversations around the Asian North American experience. We'll focus on Canadian refugee stories, family, heritage, and bridging generational gaps. My name is Holly. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to another episode of Holding Heritage. This episode is produced in collaboration with the Immigrant Welcome Center's Welcoming Communities Coalition and the Comox Valley Record newspaper, which are both based in the beautiful Comox Valley on Vancouver Island. The goal of this series of interviews aims to learn more about and amplify the voices of newcomers in the Comox Valley who own businesses and create jobs in the community. We chat with them about their stories, successes, and challenges starting and running their businesses in the Valley. The goal is to help dispel negative misconceptions about the impact of newcomers on the Canadian economy, to highlight diversity and underrepresented voices, and contribute to making our communities more welcoming for all. The Comox Valley Record is a popular and local news publication in the Valley, serving the community for over 35 years since 1986. The Welcoming Communities Coalition is a local immigration partnership with the goal of making our communities more welcoming for newcomers. If you'd like to learn more about them and explore their services, events, or programs, I've linked all of their information in the episode show notes that you can view as always at holdingheritage.com. In this episode, we chat with Lin Nguyen, the owner of Pearly Nails, a popular nail salon in the heart of downtown Comox. Pearly Nails has won Best Manicure Pedicure two years in a row by the Comox Valley Records Reader's Choice Awards. Myself and Christine from the Immigrant Welcome Center sat down with Lin one evening after the salon had closed. One of the first things that struck me about Lynn upon first meeting her was how young she is. She's essentially the same age as me and in her almost fourth year of business ownership. Talk about inspiring. Lynn immigrated to Canada in July of 2014 from Vietnam alongside her mom and youngest brother. She was 19 years old having just graduated from high school at the time. And well, okay, let's just dive right in. When did you come to Canada? July 2014, so it's about seven years ago, yeah. I'm from the south, so um, if you ever know Ho Chi Minh City is the biggest city in mm-hmm. Vietnam, and that is where I'm from. Okay, so why did you decide to come to Canada? I'm not the one that decided, <laughs> I just follow mom. Oh, okay. Why did your mom want to come to Canada? She married with the Vietnamese that have been here long term. When uh, they married, he just want us to have a better life. That's why he tried to bring us over and yeah. Lynn's mother and stepdad met through mutual friends and long story short, they fell in love and started the incredibly long process of sponsoring Lynn's mom, Lynn herself, and her youngest brother over to Canada. The process for Lynn and her family took 10 years to complete. She was nine years old when the process started and they didn't get approved until she was 19, which is when she, her mom, and her brother finally made the big move. 
We chatted with Lynn about what the transition was like for her coming to Canada at that time. She was 19 years old, having just completed high school. She was leaving her entire life, her friends, and many family members behind, including her two eldest brothers. And not to mention, she didn't know any English at all and had never been outside of Vietnam. How did I feel? Yeah, uh, I was upsetting. Actually, I was upsetting because I left all my friends behind. So for me at that moment, I wasn't thinking for my future, but all my friends there, right? So I was upsetting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at 19, that would be a huge <laughs> yeah. change. So I couldn't go to college. I couldn't go to any party. <laughs> Just come here, so... I didn't know how to order the uh, the apple juice on the airplane. Because <laughs> it was my first time taking the airplane and I didn't know how to order that on the airplane. So, yeah. Do you have a lot of family back in Vietnam? Yes. Not me, but my mom comes from a family of eight siblings. So it's wow. a big, big family. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's hard <laughs> when it's holiday, yeah. And the older brothers, too. And older brothers. Do you miss anything in particular from home? Normally, not usually, but when it's a holiday, like Chinese New Year and stuff, yes, I do. Oh, Otherwise, wow. I would feel here is home now. Oh. <laughs> Other than holiday, I feel like this is home. We asked her about what her first impression was of the Comox Valley when she arrived. And for context here, Ho Chi Minh City, commonly also known as Saigon, the biggest city in Vietnam where Lin grew up, has nearly 9 million people in population, compared to the roughly 67,000 people in the Comox Valley. So, of course, this would have been one of the most jarring differences. It was very quiet. <laughs> very quiet. Um... Compared to where I'm from, yeah. it was very quiet. I would not see anybody here after 6 p.m. <laughs> and it's crazy scary. <laughs> we asked Lynn about how she felt leaving her life in Vietnam behind. If she often thought about what her life might have looked or been like if she had stayed. And whether looking back now, seven years later, she's grateful for the life-changing shift. Yes, I, I did. Um, I'm thinking of that a lot because before I came here, I just finished high school. So I was planning to be a flight attendant. Oh. So this is really different for me. But now to think back that I feel very lucky that my mom decided to come here. As I see my friend in Vietnam, they would have husband and two kids, one kid and two kids. I would feel lucky that I don't have to do that. That's, yeah. <laughs> Because my age, if I don't marry there, I would be too old. <laughs> At 26, 27. Yeah, most of wow. my friends would have one or two kids. So do you think of that way? I feel I'm lucky to be here. Yeah. So leaving Vietnam for Lynn, she wasn't just leaving her friends and flight attendant dreams. She was also stepping out of a culture that she grew up totally immersed in, coming to Canada where she felt like she had and continues to have a bit more flexibility and autonomy with her own life in ways that many of her friends back in Vietnam perhaps don't. In Vietnam, Lynn's mom was in the fishing business, buying and selling fish and making fish sauce. So it wasn't just a change for Lynn, but a huge change for her mother as well. We chatted about some of the reasons why Lynn's stepdad and mother decided to settle in the Comox Valley. My stepfather, when he came over here, he has been a lot of places over Canada. 
But he's end up with here because he thinks this is the best place to stay. Uh, it's just the weather. <laughs> That's just not <laughs> super cold. Yeah, and people are just very friendly. Yeah, and I see that now. I would highly recommend people move here. <laughs> it's a it's a good place to live and to have a good life. <laughs> We wanted to dig deeper into how Lynn got to where she is now, having started and opened her very own nail salon and spa within just a few years of being in Canada. We asked her to reflect on the process of beginning her business journey. That's one of the questions that I don't know how to answer, but <laughs> <laughs> we came here 2014, so I came straight to work as a nail technician. That was um, your first job here? Yes. I started working from August 2014 and my mom started a year after that. And while I working for um, other nail salon, um, my mom always wanted me to be like independent and to be more responsible to the family. And yeah, that's how we did. Why did you choose the job nail technician when you first came here? Well, I first came, I like to go back to school because I just finished high school back home. But then uh, I came here, mom didn't know English, and I came here with a younger, uh, younger brother too. So uh, we don't have the financing uh, support. So I need to start working, and that is how I just take the job. At the moment, uh, the nail technician doesn't need English, mm -hmm. so I just work. But then that is also how I learn English, by listening to Customers. You did a nail technician program as well, I saw on your website. I did. Is that when you first got here? No, because like I said, I didn't have any English, so I was not able to go to any school. But I did went to the technician school three years after I doing nails, so that I know all the um, knowledge, mm -hmm. like not only about nails, like how to treat people and how to be safety in the workplace. And yeah, and I think that helped a lot. Because sometimes doing nails is not about nails. Yeah. It's more than that. Yeah. yeah. So within the first few years in Canada, Lynn and her mother hopped straight into working at a local nail salon while her youngest brother attended school in the Valley. During their transitional period, they were able to reach out to the local immigrant welcome center for assistance with things like applications, documentation, community groups, etc., etc. Yeah, we use almost everything there whenever we need to apply for PR card or my mom even went there for a couple months for English. Yeah, pretty much everything we go there if we need any services like paperwork and stuff. Yeah. So Lynn was 23 years old when she began the process of starting her own business. She was incredibly grateful for David, the landlord of the property that Pearly Nails is currently located in the heart of downtown Comox. She started with noticing the unit was available, and once she met with David, he was a big help in guiding her towards all the right steps she needed to take. Did you have any support in the community when you started your own business? Because you know, going from nail technician to business owner is a huge, huge jump. Yes, I was shy of myself, like I couldn't ask people help. But I'm lucky that the landlord here, David Kahn, was very um, down to earth. He helping me for the, from the first step to get all the um, license and all the steps that I need to do. I have no clue, but yeah, David Kahn was the one that helped me. I was 
23. Wow. Yeah. Did you take any business courses? No. Or, no? Wow. <laughs> so I just know how to do nails. That was it. Um, but I was lucky that every single customer would come here and give me advices on the business. Even from the decoration, from the light, or from anything, they would tell me, hey, Lynn, it's better to put this here and that there. And Were you yeah. okay with that, that people wanted to give their opinion so much? I'm okay with it because my mom always tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be okay, I'll take it. Yeah, no offense. No. <laughs> it's a funny thing to be said and something that resonates a lot with me and perhaps other 1.5 or second generation children in terms of growing up in Asian households. In this case, it helped Lynn and her business in being able to embrace feedback and use that to her strengths to help her better her processes and learn how to best serve her customers. We all know how challenging it can be not only to ask for help, but to receive constructive feedback and advice while navigating new skills, like starting a business. And this is a wonderful strength that makes Lynn successful in her pursuit of growing pearly nails into what it has become today. Incredibly admirable. Uh, I just feel like I'm lucky to be here. I couldn't do it if it's at all the cities. Like, even in Courtney, I don't think that I would be the same. So I'm lucky. I was really lucky. What were some of the surprises or challenges of running your own business here? Before I started, people always say, hey, I think you're too young to be in the business. You should enjoy your life more, right? But then I was say, no, no, I think I'm ready. But then I didn't realize they take a lot of time of your life. Even after work, it's always works. It's always works to do. So that was one of surprises. Before I started business, I always proud to be, hey, what if I'm in the business, right? It's like, I'm the owner. But it's not, it takes a lot of time of your life. This coming July will mark the fourth year since Pearly Nails opened. In 2019, just the second year of operation, Pearly Nails was nominated for Best Manicure Pedicure in the Comox Valley Records Reader's Choice Awards. And then in 2020 and 2021, these last two consecutive years, won Best Manicure and Pedicure. We asked Lynn why she thinks her salon has connected so well with the community and has gained such loyal customers and support over these past years. For me, I don't know the reason, but for for me, whoever come here, I want to give them the best experience because I know that life could be, you know, stressful and whatever. So whenever they come here, I just want to, to give them the best time of the day or, you know, make them feel better. As I live here longer, I realize a lot of seniors, they're very lonely at home. They, they don't have a lot of people to share. So when they come, I just listen to their story. So maybe that's how they like to come. <laughs> because 80% of the customers I got here are seniors, yeah. With her incredibly thoughtful and sincere approach to customer care at the young age of 27 and having her almost fourth year of successful and thriving business under her belt, it's no wonder Lynn has created such a positive community of support around her. We asked her why she felt passionate about sharing her story with us. The reason I like to share because seven years ago when I came here, I never thought I would be today that be confident and talk to people like this. I would be very shy and doesn't know what to do and always thinking that, hey, I'm doing something wrong. But um, I would like to share my story so that if I can't do it, 
everybody can do it. So just be comfortable and be confident with yourself. What helps you build that confidence over the years? I would not saying that I confident, but I feel comfortable. And most of it was from customer that they always encourage me and always like give me positive about myself. There is so many times that I would give up, but then to thinking back of I cannot give up all the good thing that I started, <laughs> so I just have to keep going. I love this so so much. When Lynn was explaining these thoughts and feelings, we could really sense her genuine growth, determination, and incredible work ethic shining through. She's an inspiration not only because she immigrated and has worked tirelessly ever since, but because throughout all of her internal and external challenges and potential struggles, she's pushed through and is able to exude this wonderfully inspiring and joyful attitude that is relatable and admirable on so many levels. And really makes you believe in your own self and feel comfortable just like she is. And speaking of challenges, in regards to the last couple of years through the pandemic, we asked Lynn what it's been like navigating this in her business. How、uh, many people do you employ?、Uh, I started with seven in total, but because of COVID and everything,、uh, right now only four of us, which is me, mom, and other two ladies. So. That's why it's been tough. <laughs> How has COVID impacted your business? I'm lucky that、uh, it's not so much in my business as a restaurant, but、um, it just now is not the same anymore. Before COVID, people would come here and talk and communicate with others, right?、Mm. So it's about socialize. We don't、yeah. have that much anymore. Well, people come on their own more. Yeah, and would not talk to、oh. other customers before COVID. Was everybody talk and everybody make the small talk and yeah. That must be a little bit sad. Yeah, <laughs> so it's much quieter now. <laughs> Thinking about how young Lynn is, we wondered what sort of future plans she might have for herself and Pearly Nails as a business moving forward. Life. Yes, I do have all the plan. Maybe later on I can go back to school and you know have some more friends. My life is still longer, right? Yeah. So, but、uh, for now I just want to focus、um, on working and you know and make my mom happy.、Um, I would like to stay in the valley, so I would go to NIC, take more business courses,、mm-hmm. and、uh, who knows if I'm gonna do more nails, but I'm gonna be better so that I can be more confident with myself. In the future, I just hope that I can support the community with whatever I can, like does to helping people to start their own business or whatever. At any age, if you believe in yourself, you can do it. Because I know now, women are become, especially for Asian like me, become more independent now. But sometimes they just need people to support them to let them know. Yes, you can do it. That was me. If my mom wasn't there, if my mom was say, "Hey, you can do it," then I don't think I could be today. But mom was all the way there and always believed in me that, "Hey, you can do it. You can do this." Oh, I just want you to say thank you for everybody that has been supporting me and give me the opportunity to be here and continue. And there we have it, our chat with Lynn, owner of Pearly Nails here in the Comox Valley. If you ever have the chance to visit and support her salon, you can find all the information you need at pearlynails.ca, located at two one five Port Augusta Street in Comox. 
I hope that no matter what age you're at, where you come from, what your educational background might be, what your dreams are, that listening to Lynn's experiences has helped you to feel at least a bit more inspired or comfortable with taking your goals seriously and knowing that you're not alone in this often frenzied world of entrepreneurial dreams. Again, big shout outs to both the Comox Valley Record and the Immigrant Welcome Center for partnering with us for this newcomer entrepreneur series of interviews. Make sure to tune in again next week for another entrepreneurial interview featured in this series. As always, I'll meet you back here again very, very soon. Bye. Intro and outro music by Blue Wednesday. Be sure to check him out. He's amazing. And as always, Holding Heritage is proudly created, produced, and geographically based on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded lands of the Tsleil-Waututh and Comox nations of the Coast Salish peoples.